0: The Church of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle of Madison, Connecticut welcomes you to today's broadcast of Shear Jeshub. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and for the next quarter of an hour, we will be listening to a sermon delivered by my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, as part of the Heavenly Authority Bible series. Pastor is in 1st Samuel chapter 17 in the famous account of David and Goliath. At the end of our last program, Pastor Greg had read from verse 45, where David answers Goliath, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Pastor then began to discuss this heavenly host, and when we left off, was reading from Isaiah chapter forty-five, verse twelve. So now let's rejoin Pastor Greg.
1: I have made the earth and created man on it. I my hand stretched out the heavens, and all their hosts I have commanded the Lord says Psalm 103 and verse 19 the Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all bless the Lord you his angels who excel in strength who do his word heeding the voice of his word bless the Lord all you his hosts you ministers of his who do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. This is the Lord who created the heavens and the earth, and he has armies that they cannot see. Armies of angelic beings that make lion look like a speck of dust or less. That God commands. He is the Lord of hosts. No matter what human being, what demonic situation you're in, when you consider that our God, the God of the armies of Israel, is the Lord over a host, an untold multitude of mighty angelic beings, which Jesus said can be called upon a legion of angels to minister to do God's work. We're told that they're ministering spirits and they ministered to us. They ministered to David. They were much better shield-bearers before him than that one you know, Philistine guy yanking that shield around before Goliath. God is the Lord of hosts. That three, four-foot difference, we said Goliath was nine and a half feet. We don't know what David was. It's trivial. That javelin, that spear, that sword is trivial compared to the fact that the God who is David's God is the Lord that created all the celestial stars and is the Lord over all the hosts of the heavenlies. And that's where David draws his faith from. His God is a God over a great company. And then we see David as prophet, verse 46, this day... The Lord, Yahweh, will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you and take your head from you and this day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Two great scriptures in these two verses. You come with a sword, a spear, a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. And then he says that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. There is no intimidation in David. He comes right back to Goliath with his own taunt. But it's a fact, as he knows God. And why will God do this? Why will he give the camp of the Philistines to the beasts? And to the birds and why will he allow David to strike Goliath and take his head from him when David doesn't even have a sword what's the reason very important that we see this spiritually that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel you know sometimes we're fed such watered-down excuse me, versions of Christianity that we forget the life of the gospel. There's a critical point here that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Who is David? He's nobody. But if David is struck down, then who proclaims the word of the Lord? Where is the victory? The purpose of the victory is that it gives glory to God. All the earth knows, there's no way this guy can defeat that guy, no armor, unless there's somebody greater involved. His God must be God, and they all of a sudden want to know who this God of the Israelites, who is he? It brings glory to God. The victory, the victory brings glory to God that all the earth might know that there is a God in Israel. It brings glory to his name to take that which appears weak to the world and display his strength. The reality of God manifests in our realm. Remember that God wants to deliver and show through his anointing on this weak vessel God wants to bring down Goliath and make as nothing the Philistines. That's his purpose, to use this weak vessel to deliver Israel, bring down Goliath, bring the Philistines to nothing, and then all the earth, right? We know it now. We speak about it now, right? All time periods know that there is a God in Israel. Remember that. It's important to remember that because the question we could ask is, what is the Goliath you're facing right now, this moment? What are the Philistines that are coming against you? First, you have to ask yourself if you're on the right side. You know, David's on the right side. David's heart's in the right place. If our heart is not in the right place, if we're standing like Goliath, don't expect God to be on our side. But if our heart is in the right place, and... We can answer the question, are you a believer who with all your heart wants to do God's will, proclaim God's word, proclaim his name? If the answer is yes, and there are Goliaths coming against you and Philistines coming against you, then can you believe God like David did? Can you believe God today today? To give you a victory in that job situation? In that thing he's called you to do that looks ridiculous to the world? Like David looks ridiculous to the world, but it's the will of God? In that family problem? In that health condition? In that ministerial roadblock? Are you going to look at the situation and stop? And say, that's just too big. Or are you going to remember that the Lord is the Lord of hosts and he is glorified it is his will you know we pray according to his will he hears us it is his will that all the earth should know that there is a God in Israel if it's up to us probably when you think about how weak and how small we are the devil and his minions his hosts the devil is a powerful man of war. You're probably right to want to go in the corner and just give up if it was up to us. But the Lord is a Lord of hosts. And can you believe him today to work through you that others will see you, a Christian, blessed supernaturally and know that there is a God and Israel and no demonic Philistine attack can defy God it brings glory on can we believe it it's not just us sometimes we just see us you know we're selfish in many ways and sometimes we can be selfish not to get the victory by saying well maybe I shouldn't maybe God wants Goliath to win and we forget that the battle is the Lord's when a Christian is in an impossible situation and desires to do God's will and wants to do what's right, hungers and thirsts for what's right, God wants to display his great power because then all the earth knows, look at that. Did you see that miracle? Did you see that healing? Did you see how that person, that situation looked so impossible and now there's victory and joy? there's a God in Israel and Jesus is his Messiah it brings glory unto God can we have the great faith of David against the Goliaths and the Philistines we are facing today that his name might be glorified in all the earth what great faith what great hope what an image David has of the Almighty. Now, David will see he's a man of flesh and blood. We're going to see his sin later on. He's a sinful man. If he cares for his little sheep, he knows how much more does God care for his people called by his name. There's no doubt in David's mind. That name, which is a curse to Goliath, right? That name, which is a curse to the world, they use it as a curse. That name, the name of the Lord, David knows that's my salvation. I come to you. You have all those weapons. I come in the name of the Lord. I come in the name of the Lord of hosts. It says in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 8, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The name, we come in the name of the Lord Jesus. John chapter 14 and verse 12. Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, Jesus says, the works that I do he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to my Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. That the Father may be glorified in the Son, that all the earth will know that there is a God in Israel.
0: You can write to us at our post office box in Branford, Connecticut. That's Shi'ar Jashub, P.O. Box 518, Branford, Connecticut 06405. Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in Madison, Connecticut, in the upper room of the Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane. Please remember to join us next time for Shi'ar Jashub.